Hi, welcome to the first edition of the Legal Tech Pro Show. On today's episode, we'll be discussing something very popular amongst tech entrepreneurs, tech journalists, and tech enthusiasts across different continents and nations of the world, artificial intelligence. There's hardly any day that goes by today that we do not hear news about artificial intelligence, new discoveries, challenges, prospects, and how artificial intelligence could potentially affect human race and what this could mean to, you know, to everybody, to students, to musicians, to artists, different people across different spheres of life. Um, and I think the conversation is necessary and I don't think the fears are also um, outrightly illegitimate because when you look around you, you find that artificial intelligence has been affecting different spheres of our humanity. For example, if you look to Japan today, you'll see that there are sex toys that imitate actual real human sex sexual experiences. Um, in August last year, in Colorado, there was a Colorado State Fair and an AI-generated art piece won the Colorado Arts Act competition. You find that even in our family lives, AI is affecting the way things are done, the way parents need to bring up their children, um, affecting the way we chat on social media. For example, you find you know examples of of kids or people chatting with bots, right? Not knowing that they are bots, are thinking that they are human beings. Um, you find that artificial intelligence tools can now you know place orders for you from the beginning to the end to delivery of the order for you without you having to do anything other than giving to the instruction i mean you every one of us knows about alexa right so ai is yeah is gradually becoming uh, a full part of us and you know these conversations are absolutely necessary um one of the most important things that you know that we're beginning to find in the development of AI is that we're moving away from reactive AI to from from reactive and limited memory AIs to theory of mind generative AIs right AIs that that have capacities that um, are gradually moving towards human like capacities right for example last year you know around November thereabouts there was a lot of buzz around GPT-3 and you know everybody was everywhere was buzzing about what GPT-3 could do. And then for the very first time, if I may say, there was a wider uh, acknowledgement of what you know artificial intelligence, the potentials of artificial intelligence for human beings. You know we had students using AI to write their research thesis. We had marketing professionals asking um, GPT-3 to come up with models for them. And then when you had the development of GPT, the advancements, the advanced form of GPT-3, which is the GPT-4, then you have people, then you see, you know, how people have built an entire website, entire code systems, entire, you know, app, mobile and web applications using GPT-4, right? And you, and then there are questions around. Oh, does this mean that AI is going to take our jobs? Does this mean that human race is going to be eliminated? Are we actually going to get to the point of AGI, artificial general intelligence, where you know AIs are now they 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 have emotions, they can feel, they can think, they can imitate human you know human like experiences accurately. 
so you know those conversations have become more nuanced in in the past couple of months and today i'm just going to be taking a little bit um, more relaxed position i'm going to be taking off this from uh, you know an optimistic point of view and then just trying to say hey yes there are, there are most likely going to be jobs that will be taken out by ai you know with every new technology um, some jobs phase out you know you go to the assembly lines today and then you find a lot of robots doing the jobs there you know but what has happened what history has taught us is um, man human beings would event, would always find a way to you know exploit these new technologies to their advantage and i believe that that's what is going to happen with ai i don't think ai is going to take all our jobs i don't think that we're going to get to the point at least not not in my lifetime you know when ai is going to be able to do fully everything that man can do to the point that you don't need human beings again i don't think that's going to happen you know so today i'm going to be discussing something very necessary right as we as we look towards the future that is fully ai enabled and i'm going to be talking about the job prospects or the two jobs that i think that ai is going to make particularly important right again these are not new jobs that are coming just because ai is coming but they are like um a next level if i may say of the current roles that we currently have and i'm going to be talking about two of them trust and safety and data protection so let's take it from the trust and safety now what is trust and safety trust and safety professionals are the guys who ensure that platforms are safe and that is it right they are the ones who ensure that platforms are safe platforms work according to defined ethics define norms right they're the ones who ensure that we do not have incidences of harassment or frauds or that when we have them they are you know they are limited you know they, they don't have proliferation of these incidents on platforms um, that we do not have traffic human trafficking and all of these vices that you know people exploit social platforms for Trust and safety professionals are the guys who stand behind the scene to ensure that there are parameters within which systems operate. Now, I think that because of the peculiarities of AI, these guys are going to be even more important, right? We are going to see a lot of responsibilities being reposed on trust and safety professionals. That is already happening, but I think that, you know, it's going to become more because as companies, as a lot of more companies build AI systems, especially AI systems that are in the theory of mind level, you find that you know we they need more uh, TSPs to trust and safety, safety professionals to help them define the rules that would guide their systems, right? Um, so I believe that these guys are going to be very important in the next phase uh, of artificial intelligence. Uh, and what do I think you need to do to prepare for this? Very simple. You need to be able to define the rules, the ethics, the norms that's going to guide a system. You need to understand the system. So I believe that what the people who are going to really exploit these opportunities are the people who truly understand how artificial intelligence works. How does it work? What you know, you need to understand how it works to be able to build the necessary controls or advice on the necessary controls that should be in the system. So that's a key part and i think that tsps are going to be the big deal in the era of artificial intelligence the second people second professionals that i think are also going to have like a field day in the era of ai are data protection professionals now let me just give a little bit you know background into why i think this is very important in march this year the european union cyber security agency the enisa released a report saying that AI has, you know, of course, 
threats for cybersecurity, right? And I don't think this is anything too deep for us to find because, again, as we see AIs that can place orders, AIs that can, you know, have sex, AIs that can chat with you in human-like form, you know, we have a lot of things that AI can do. Even in, I think about a few months ago, we had a video circulating on social media here in Nigeria, and I'm sure in other parts of the world that, you know, showed um, R. Kelly as performing in, in prison with a large crowd. And then it eventually turned out that these people were not, you know, they were not real people. They were AI-generated people. Now, this shows us, right, some of the challenges that we would find, you know, that this, again, could then be showing us some of the issues, especially for social engineering, how you can be tricked into thinking that, you know, you are chatting with a person, not knowing that you are chatting with a bot, you know, and then you disclose sensitive information and then, you know, the bad guys in turn use this sensitive information against you and then you lose valuables, valuable information or your money, right, or God forbid even your life, right. So, of course, there are threats for cyber, the cybersecurity aspect of it. Now, how do we ensure, and then again, we also know that AI leverages a lot on data right uh, there's a lot of analysis analysis of the data that we have the exploitation of the data to be able to provide intelligent coherent information output when we you know request information from ai from um, ai tools or systems right so of course when you have over reliance or a lot of reliance on data then you need to have people who guide or principles or standards that guide the exploitation of this data coming data professional data protection professionals right now data protection itself is divided into two and i think that the people on both end of data protection are really going to you know um, have a big in the era of artificial intelligence now there is a protection from the compliance with the principles of processing part of it which is you know lawful lawful basis data minimization accuracy um, and you know and, uh, and 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 those transparency and those those principles that guide um, processing of data, right? But there's another aspect of data protection which is equally important, and that is the security of the data, right? Now, for security of data, there are three key principles: there's the confidentiality, integrity, and availability. Now, for confidentiality, what this basically means is that the data that you have access to, or that you have collected, or that you're processing. As a collector, as a sorry, as a data controller or a data processor, must must not fall into the hands of people who do not have access or clearance to receive them. Simple, right? So this data must be used only for the purpose that has been collected, and you cannot disclose it to people who do not have access to who do not have clearance to receive them. That's confidentiality. Now there is integrity. Integrity is basically that ensure that the sanctity of the data that i have provided to you ensure that the the integrity of the data that i provided to you is intact ensure that you do not deal with the data provided to you in a way in a, in a way or manner that they don't expect you to ensure that it is not compromised ensure that and, and this also goes in integrity aspect also spills onto the systems that protect the data so ensure that the systems that protect the data also have integrity that is they are also safe and that is why you have a lot of standards like the iso and the isms that's iso 27001 the soc2 soc1 you know these standards that ensure that systems that process data are safe right that they are secure properly secure and there are controls in place to ensure that 
you know the data that is that is that they collect safe or um or store or process are safe so now and there's the availability as well and the availability is basically that ensure that the data is available for use when we need it now there's no need having data in place when you call the data and then you can't find it then that's there's no need for the data right so confidentiality integrity and availability are the key three key principles of data security right now i believe that because of the re heavy reliance on data uh, sorry on data that we have with ai systems data protection professionals are going to really have a good deal when it comes to data data protection there's going to be a lot of there's going to be a lot of needs for them now the question that i keep thinking about however is are these guys going to are the standards that we currently have are the regulations that we currently have the laws that we currently have are they going to cater to the peculiar challenges that we would have during you know the ai regime right these are questions that you know keep popping up in my head but of course these are ongoing conversations we definitely won't need to create new rules from the thin air we are going to have conversations and i believe that the existing standards will be applied more of you know um tweaked to suit the peculiarities of ai systems so yeah there we have it um those are the two you know roles that i think are going to have like wonderful time uh, and they're going to be in hot demand um, during the AI regime, you can start preparing now. There are a lot of materials online that you can use to, you know, get proper understanding of how AI works and how you can become a trust and safety professional or how you can become a data protection professional. You know, read a lot of articles, take online courses, you know, find out, join communities of people who are doing these things. And then I'm sure that, you know, when the time comes and the time is nigh, um, you definitely will be positioned to exploit the opportunities that AI will bring. I do not think that these are the only opportunities, just to say, I do not think that these are the only opportunities that AI would bring up. I think there will be numerous opportunities that AI will bring up, but I've just decided to focus on these two. Um, in subsequent editions, I would be talking about some other, you know, areas of AI that I think, you know, uh, I that I think are important for us to consider. I hope you found this um, insightful. I hope you learned one or two things. If you did, please let me know. If you have any observations, comments on how this could be better, I'd, you know, I really appreciate your your comments too. Thank you so much, everyone. I'm glad you know to finally be doing this. Hope to see you soon. Bye.